Welcome to the Conscious Relationship and Coupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, and it's my honor to bring you today one of my greatest collaborators and friend. Her name is Margaret Taylor. And before I introduce you to her, let me just share a little bit about her. She has an extensive training and experience in shamanic healing techniques. In addition, she's a certified vibrational sound therapist and certified Reiki and crystal Reiki master. She has also studied other energy healing techniques, including the Akashic Record. In addition, she's a psychic medium and an ordained minister. Prior to embarking on her energy healing career, she worked in the insurance industry for many years. Major life changes brought her to this new path and gift her with the wonderful joys and blessings of facilitating healing and guidance from divine source in loving, peaceful, and surprising ways. I am blessed to be able, that's what I should say, to facilitate healing from divine creator for many times of injuries to the physical, heart, and spiritual bodies. Just a few examples include healing symptoms of PTSD, physical and emotional injuries from unhealthy relationship, loss of loved ones, job, or home. Healing can happen for physical traumas and chronic physical conditions or addictions. So let go of pain, fear, and limiting belief uh, through a peaceful and loving connection with divine creator. Meet and receive guidance from your personal divine guidance team. Feel the wonder and joy of opening your life up to new levels of health, well-being, opportunity, and prosperity. So we are so excited to have you here today, Margie. Welcome to our summit. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here too. I know the work that you do, and it's so valuable and so wonderful and so inspired by Divine Creator. So very happy to be here. Mm, I love you. <laughs> Margaret, Margaret has been one of our speakers in our YouTube channel. So you haven't go to our YouTube channel, go now and just cry. <laughs> but yeah, so she always brings this amazing, grounded, beautiful, high vibrational energy to our, you know, our presentations, our, our interviews. And every time I, we, even we're meeting her in person, it's such a beautiful uh, and blissful experience to, to be involved, you know? So I am so excited and so grateful that you say yes to this summit to share awareness about conscious relationship with our community and this special topic. <sighs> Your heart always knows the truth. It's sometimes easy for people just to say it than actually believe it, right? So yes. I am so, so excited that uh, Margaret is going to be sharing that. So ask for really believe, really get into this core center of ourselves. I'm so excited uh, learning from you today, Margaret, uh, more of your juiciness and beautiful tips and tools and strategies and systems that you have available and, and are going to be sharing with us. Uh, but before we go into our presentation, I would love to learn uh, from you, how do you start the journey of living in conscious relationship? I guess it started with me um, making major life changes for myself and really listening to my heart, telling me that where I was at wasn't going to make me happy and, and that, yes, I could be fine by moving on and, and, uh, and, and moving out. And so I did. And the journey has been so much fun. It's, I've met so many wonderful, amazing people, and especially you, beautiful lady. 
and helping me learn how to live in my heart. You've done that. Um, you're so courageous and living in your heart takes courage and it takes really listening and letting go of a lot of the things that, um, and the habits of, of ways of being that I used to be. So it's been a fun journey and um, I've learned a lot of amazing things on the way and met a lot of really cool people and I highly recommend it. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, let's take a big breath in on that one and just <laughs> feel that. <laughs> um, so we're going to start a presentation. It took a while for me to listen to spirit about what this topic should be. And yet it really resonates for me. Your heart really does always know the truth, whether or not you've listened to it. So the first thing that's important to know in how to listen for your heart is to know that your head is supposed to be keeping you safe. And it thinks it does that by keeping you in fear. And so when you have that list of things going on or that your head is always butting in and saying all of these things, it's your head talking and it's not your heart. Your heart knows what will make you truly deeply happy. Your heart knows where to take you so that you can live in joy and wonder and peacefulness and happiness. Those are the differences. Your heart feels happy, peaceful, content, centered, and grounded, and loving. Your head feels anxious, fearful, and argumentative in a lot of ways. Trust me, I know. I've listened to my head lots of times. So anyway, very important to recognize the distinction. And some of the ways to know whether or not you're living in your heart is by thinking about what does your head do? You know, is your head making excuses for why this choice or that choice is right? Or is it wrong for you? Um, I've had friends talking about relationships and they're in a relationship and they know that it will never make them happy. And yet they have this long list of excuses for why they need to stay there. Same with pretty much any decision about, maybe it's about a business decision or a job change or buying this house. Or if you're in a list of questions or a list of excuses for why this is the right thing or the wrong thing, then that pretty much means you're in your head and you're not listening to your heart. Sometimes in relationships, we can be projecting our own fears on or discontent with ourselves and the way our life is going on to someone else. I know that when my, when my husband makes me, when I start feeling upset, let me put it this way, when I start feeling upset and my head goes into this gerbil wheel mode, it just keeps going and going and going about something that happened between he and I. I know that there's something deeper going on. It isn't that specific issue. My head won't quit and let it go. Then there's something else going on. And I need to take a step back and say, why am I feeling this way? Why is there so much 
frustration or energy being put into something that really on the surface might be pretty little. And it can be your, your spouse, it can be a friend, it can be a kid, anybody in your relationships. If you find that you're constantly obsessing about something that when you take a step back, it's not that big of a deal, then there's something else going on. There's something behind it. And it could be something that actually means that you're not happy with yourself about. Maybe it's a decision that you made or um, something you haven't done. I know for me, it's been um, a lot of pausing about things and um, wanting to maybe move faster in things. And then I'm putting burdens on myself instead of being happy with the journey that I'm taking and welcoming the pauses and the, the learning experiences. So take a look at why you're reacting with so much energy to something and take that step back and say, I wonder where this is really coming from. Sometimes we are busy judging people. They're not this, they're not that, why aren't they doing this? And again, that's another situation where odds are you're looking at, at yourself. And there's something about them that is triggering something in you. And, and it could be something old, something from past lives, something that maybe you don't even know where it's coming from. But because it's strong and because it's not a happy energy, it's really important to pay attention to those things and to ask, where is this coming from? What can I do about it? I don't like feeling this way. That's a really important thing to recognize. When you're feeling anxious, you're feeling frustrated, you're unhappy about something, those energies are unhealthy. And they don't make you feel good. They don't make you feel light. They are not going to bring you peace. They're not going to bring you health. They're not going to bring you wellness. And they certainly are not going to let you live from your heart. So it's really important to take a look at those feelings and ask, where is this coming from? And then remember easy ways for you to get out of your head and into your heart. Those ways are going to let you take that step back. They're going to let you find clarity, find peacefulness, and a way to look at things from an outside perspective to have more clarity about where you're going and how to heal things. So asking yourself about that gerbil wheel, recognize it. Your head can get really tricky. I know mine sure has been. So recognize when those energies are not healthy. Recognize when the words are creating anxiety in you. Recognize that and then ask, what can you do? So one of the things that I found that is really special as a way of resetting, I mean, one of the first things that you're going to need to do to get out of your head and to turn off that gerbil wheel is to use your heart energy to help you reset, to let go of all of that anxiety energy, let go of all of that anxiousness, and to know that you're really creating a peaceful place for you. So one of the tricks that you can use to do this, and I love this, it makes me feel good every time, is put your hand on your heart and think about something that you love. 
something that just makes you feel really, really good. And you can feel that heart energy inside you. Maybe it's a special place that you love to go to. Maybe it's how it feels to, to pet your dog or your cat. Maybe it's hugging your, your, your children or your spouse, your significant other. Um, maybe it's some special memory you have, but feel that in your heart, that loving energy. When you feel it in your heart and you're in that peaceful place, you can really know that it's your heart energy and that love. The really cool thing that you can do with that love energy is you can let it grow. You can let it grow. So do this. Do it a lot. Put your love energy in your heart. Feel it. And let it grow. And you can feel it expand into your whole chest, your torso. And as you just, you keep feeding it and feeling that love energy, it feels wonderful. And you can't help but smile and feel peaceful. And so you keep letting it grow. And so it goes up into your head, it goes down into your legs and into your arms. And then you realize that it's outside of your body now too. Your heart energy, that love energy, can be big and strong and peaceful. And it's always so much loving. So use that wonderful heart energy and love energy to reset. And now that you're in this peaceful place, now you're in this wonderful, peaceful place, you can ask your heart your question. And you can ask your heart, how does it feel about this? And you can say, okay, am, am I, is this me? Whatever I'm upset about, is this really something that I need to work on me about? And your heart's going to tell you the answer to that. If your heart feels expansive, it's saying, yes, this is something for you to work on, something that will help you understand yourself better. If you are asking, should I stay in this relationship? And your heart constricts and it just feels really tight and closed and quiet then it's telling you that there's things that you need to look into more. It's saying that maybe this isn't a healthy place for you to be. Maybe this is something that you need to explore even more. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to get out of a relationship. It may mean that you have to explore what is not working in it, what is making you unhappy. What else can you do with yourself to empower your own healing? How can you put healing energy into the relationship? How can you help all of you, whoever's involved in this, feel good about each other? Even if that means you're staying together, you're changing things, you're reinventing how you work together, how you live together, how you act together, or if it means that it's time for you to move into a different type of relationship, one that is maybe less intimate. Your heart can help guide you with that. And your heart can teach you 
how to heal and how to empower really seeing the beautiful spirit inside every person. And when you're seeing the spirit, and you're looking at things from your heart, you can realize things about yourself, you can realize things about other people, things that you might not have ever recognized. And that can change everything about your relationship, how you relate with them, how you feel about them, the words you use, your attitude about different things can change everything. Very important to talk to your heart from a place of openness, a place of love. Make sure that you're asking questions that are, that can really help guide your path. Questions not about should or, or any kind of judgment or things like that, but more about what else can I learn about this? Are there things I'm missing? What kind of healing do I need? How can I let go of my fear? The anger, frustration, a lot of times there's a fear inside you that is creating some of that. Healing your fears is a great way to open yourself up to really understanding a relationship, understanding somebody else in whole new ways because you're learning about yourself too. Another way to help you understand a decision, and it, it can be simple things like, should I buy this thing? Is to let your body tell you. And this one's really fun. I've done this with um, making purchasing decisions. So what you wanna do with this one is to stand up and let's say you're deciding if you wanna buy this rock or you wanna buy this rock. So you feel your heart energy and you put both of the rocks down and then you pick one of them up. So I'm gonna pick this one up and I'm deciding if I wanna buy this rock. I put it over my heart and you may need to just close your eyes and you let your body tell you. So what has happened for me is if the answer is yes, my body leans forward without me helping it. I'm just standing there, my feet shoulder width. I put this rock to my heart and I ask, is it in my greatest good to buy this rock today? And if my body rocks forward, that's a yes. If my body rocks backwards, that's a no. So then I put this rock down, I put the next rock up and say, is it? in my greatest good to buy this rock today. If I rock forward, my body does involuntarily. It's, you know, it's, it has to be something that just happens. Then that's a yes. If I go backward, that's a no. Try these fun little things to get answers to things. And ask it to, if it's in your greatest good. Make sure to ask lots of questions about things. I mean, if the situation that you're working through is complicated, one question worded one way is not going to give you all the information that you need to consider in order to move forward in the way that's in your 
greatest good in the way that your heart would help you find that path. So make sure you're asking a lot of questions. Connect with other people. You know, if you, if you are getting these different answers and you're trying these different techniques and you still maybe have some confusion, put it, put it away for a bit. Ask, ask your guardian angel to maybe give you a dream at night, a way of giving you a sign. Maybe it's a sign. It can be a sign on a truck. It can be a friend emailing you and saying, are you going to do this four times in a row before you finally get the message? That happened to me recently four times. And I finally called her up and said, why are you emailing me this? And she kept hearing my name when she saw this thing. And so she emailed, listen and pay attention to all of those signs from the universe, helping you make decisions, big, big ones, small ones. So you can truly start learning how to live from your heart. It's, it's fun. It's loving. It's peaceful. Make it easy for yourself. You know, this is, this is to create lightness for you. It's not to worry about wording and is this the right, you know, that puts your head back in charge because you're going into worry mode again. And that's your head. So keep it fun, keep it light, ask, you know, I've had to say, I don't get hints. <laughs> you know, you've got to make it loud. You've got to make it clear, yell it in my ear, whatever it takes to get through to me, please keep repeating it. Make sure I know it's important for me to do. So pay attention to the signs from the universe. Listen to them, have fun with it. Learn how your heart feels and how your heart can help you find your way to healing and to living from your heart. We're always going to be changing. You know, life keeps bringing us new stuff. And part of the guidance and the healing, there's so many wonderful people out there that can help you. Remember that using this technique, working with this person may help for a while may not help for something else that comes up. So explore your options. If you're finding that what worked before doesn't work with a new situation, your heart will lead you to the person or the modality or the massage, whatever it is. It might be just a massage that lets you relax and open your head up and your heart up and your spirit up to hearing the guidance you need. But find those new ways. Find those new people to work with. Find whatever it is that you need and have fun with it. Because life changes. Things change all the time. We, we're growing and we're learning and we're moving on. And our kids are getting older or we're moving to new places or we're trying new things where we want to find a new job. Everything changes. And as it does, it's important for you to change your relationship with your heart, with the people around you, as you move and grow. So what worked for you before may not work in a new situation. 
always ask, why am I stuck with this particular situation? It seems so silly. Ask, because it can hide something big that you just haven't run across before. So always ask and always seek help. Always ask Divine Source to heal your fears, to help you work through whatever's going on, and to understand what it is that's happening with you. You will get the answers. You will always get the help in fun, happy ways. So make sure that you're healing your heart, you're healing your spirit, and you're moving on. One thing that is so important to know about the healing and about your journey and through life. I mean, everything is a journey. And it's, I made it so hard for so long. I truly hope that you will find your path to enjoying your life and finding peace in quicker, easier ways than it took me. Whatever your journey is, understand that your healing process is just that. You know, we get into old habits of action, old habits of thinking, old habits of deciding. And habits take time to, to heal. They take time to change. It's really important to know that if you've had crappy stuff happen in your life, healing it and letting go of it can be a lot of fun. You do not have to relive it. You don't have to describe it in detail to anybody. You don't have to re revision everything. You don't have to relive anything in order to heal from it, in order to let go of all that energy, in order to release the heaviness from it. Healing from spirit can always be peaceful and loving and fun. So please, work with whoever you need to work with to set yourself free from all of that stuff. Set yourself free because we may not look like we were born with wings, but our spirits have wings. I've seen it a lot and it's so much fun. So find the healing that works for you. Find the people or person to work with you and embrace your healing journey. That allows you to empower your life in ways you might not have ever realized could be yours. And it's important to do that too. Take charge of your own well-being and be well. You can have a quality of life and a quality of health you might not have ever allowed yourself to dream of before. So stop li listening to the TV commercials and the, all of the things that tell you that you have to live like this because it's not true. You can live like this. You can fly. You can do. You can be happy in your heart, in your spirit. You can fly. You can make new adventures for yourself. You can be happy. The important thing to know is first of all, yes, you can have it. And second of all, to know it's your journey, your decision, your choices, your responsibility to own your happiness, own your health, own your well-being. 
you own it. Nobody else can own that for you. And no one else can make you happy. You have to do that for you. You're worth it. You're worth it. Welcome every good thing to you. Welcome it to you. And don't let anybody tell you that you're wrong. Because you're not. Your heart knows. And you know. That peacefulness can be yours. Health and well-being can be yours. You can change your life. So please, enjoy the journey. Have so much fun. And welcome empowering your life and your adventure. Adventures are a lot of fun. I know because I've seen them. So I wanted to offer, if I am resonate with you, please contact me. Take advantage of your heart and start your healing today. 20% off your first session. Margaret at .whr at gmail.com. My email is there again. My Facebook, please message me through Facebook if that's easier for you. My website is listed here. I would love to hear from you. Happy to answer questions and make recommendations. And, and that recommendation may be that I'm not the right person for you. I will always be honest about that. So start your journey now and have fun. Thank you, Margie, for such a delightful, beautiful presentation. I don't know if the audience uh, felt, you know, the power of these, you know, of the heart, the power of the heart. Like you feel so relaxed, and I can't, I can truly say that you were speaking from your heart because the vibration of your voice and the sound and and the ground in it was so delicious that, and you know, that's what speaking from the heart does. Like help everyone around you to just ground and relax and feel love. Like I felt the love and the excitement and the support of the universe. That was what I was feeling when you were talking. So I just really wanted to point that out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, such a beautiful voice. <laughs> Thank you. So, some of our audience uh, are new to this, this whole aspect of consciousness, and some of them are not. But for some of them that are just studying um, in the journey of consciousness and really tapping into the heart and tapping into their, you know, just really feeling their body. I call it like embodiment, like really be in the body, be in the body. Some people still have a hard time with it. And from your presentation, we got a couple of of understanding, like when you are not in your body, in your, in your mind, and your mind is like doing this, and when you're in your body, in your heart, this presents to you, like this is how your body feels. What do you think it is one of the biggest blockers, like that people that hold them back 
that people hold back from being a body. Like one of the biggest blockers that if they become aware of them, they will be able to easily be more conscious and aware of it and release them. I think it's fear. First of all, fear, um, it's so easy for us. We, we live in a society where we're bombarded with theory messages from everywhere. And so it's, I think they're words. You know, I was going to say it's hard to, and then that's the words. We use words like it's hard to do this. It's hard to do that. And we really need to be making it easy. We need to say it's easy for me to feel my heart. It's easy for me to feel my body. I can do this. This is easy. So changing our words is really important to do. And giving us um, habits take time. They do take time. And so when you catch yourself slipping into that old habit of saying it's hard, like I just did, you know, I need to cut yourself some slack and say, wow, I caught myself. Yes. I'm changing that habit and this is easy and the more I do this the easier it is so starting to create those new habits create some awareness um, ask your spirit to help you we all have guardian angels we all have help through spirit and so we can ask for that help we can welcome receiving that help and give ourselves time and cut ourselves slack about the journey because it is a process. So have fun with it. Create the things that make it easy for you. Maybe feeling your heart can be, um, it, maybe it's something that um, doesn't resonate right away because of wherever you're at. And yet you've got maybe a place that you love to go. Maybe. Maybe you love to sit out in the sunshine. Maybe you love to sit on the beach. Maybe um, listening to a certain kind of music is real relaxing and it lets you be in your body and, and you're actually in your heart then and might not have realized it. So find whatever technique works for you to get into that place. And if there's, if there's something going on in your life that just plain uh, you've tried everything and you still you know you're in your head then that may be the time to to find something that you know will relax you will let you get out of your head and into that place where you're talking to your heart and your spirit that can be working with um, it can be working with a healer it can be working with a friend it can be um, going out and you know, getting a massage or um, I've found that one of the best things that I've done with folks recently, especially those who are new in connecting with spirit, is using the vibrational sound therapy, the, the bowls, the singing bowls, um, because the vibrations are easy to relate to. They're, they're physical. They're, you can feel them in your body and what they actually really do is just to open you up completely. They, 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 the vibration allows you to relax in ways you didn't know you could. And when you can do that, then you're letting go of that anxious energy and the, you know, the, the tenseness. And it lets you get it back into that place where you can feel your heart. You, you're letting go of the weight of 
unhealthy energies that might be heavy enough in you that they're keeping you from feeling your heart. So find whatever works for you. Explore. Seek it out. And do it. Because it's worth it. You feel good every time. The peacefulness and the loving that you can bring to yourself is amazing. Okay. Ah, just stroking in. And through our summit, amazing audience, um, you're going to find um, that I personally correct myself a lot in my language while I'm speaking to you or I'm speaking to the uh, speaker. Um, because it is important that we also have vulnerability to to correct ourselves, like when we're correcting ourselves and, and and give ourselves permission to be vulnerable, to know that we are in the process of evolution and know that we are expanding and growing and learning. So I will invite you to really uh, love yourself so much that you allow yourself and give yourself full permission that allow it come from within, that you give yourself full permission to correct yourself and, and become aware. The more you become aware of the vocabulary and the words and the energy that you are interacting with every day, the more you become aware, the more you tune in, the more you filter, the more that you correct on the spot, mm -hmm. the greater life is, the greater life is. And and to that ingredient of what um, Margaret said is to really allow yourself to be vulnerable, yes. to be in your body, to be in your heart, to be, just be, you know, and vulnerability is one of my favorite um, um, deliciousness dessert. <laughs> you know, and what's important to know about that is um, and a quick easy tip with words is if you say something like, I always get sick in the wintertime, that feels constricting in your body. If you say, I always feel good, I'm always healthy, that feels expansive. So it's a really easy way to tell if, if certain phrases, certain words are healthy for you or they're not healthy for you. And then allow yourself that process of the transition. And yeah, being vulnerable. The thing that's important about vulnerability is your heart is so powerful. Your heart is strong and it can heal you and help you in every way. So your heart is not weak. It's strong and it's, mm -hmm. it's so powerful and it's so healing and it's so loving. And your heart and your spirit just want to love you. And they want you to feel that love and to know that love everywhere in your physical body and through your head and just to know and feel that all the time. So your heart is strong. It can't be broken into pieces. It's strong. And it can love you always, no matter what. Yeah. And when you were saying that this uh, 
this insight, this image of the movie Frozen came back to me and I was like, and I love to bring this into when we're talking about the heart and the messages of like pure love, like what does pure love and the, the, the energy of the heart can create and can heal, you know, we see in Frozen, you know, the true love of her sister, you know, unfroze her, her sister, right, like the other one, right, like, mm -hmm. and that fear actually kept her power, like, constricted, right, the fear was the, the one that uh, made it more of the chaos, and the true love made, you know, the powers be more expansive and divine, and healing not just for herself but for the community so i love that and another one that i love is maleficent the movie with angelina jolie where mm -hmm. you know it's like i love that movie because even though that we talk about flippy beauty and it's a disney thing and some people get triggered by that but who cares <laughs> is that you know in that movie you know angelina jolie played such a great um great 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 role there but the true love, it, the true love kid is what actually awoken the girl. It wasn't a boy in that movie. That's why I love that movie so much because it's not like the Disney, you know, Walt Disney thing that it was the boy, the fantasy, the boy, the kid. Yeah, the boy that I met like maybe just one time. You're right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the actual, the actual woman, you know, like in that movie was the actual person who actually did the curse herself and then that she she was guilty of it, like she felt guilty of it and she wanted to take that that you know that spell back but she couldn't because the the spell was like no power will be able no power beyond power whatever power was going to be able to break the spell not beyond power and it was like so powerful that see that she even couldn't break it but only the kids of true love would do it and when you see at the end of the movie, I don't know if you have watched the movie, but I tell you, that spoil you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at the end of the it. movie. But but it's like beautiful. You have to watch it's Maleficent. And it's like such a beautiful, I love, I love Angelina Jolie. So, ah, yeah, I look like her too. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I love is like at the end of the movie, actually true love is why I walk in uh, Sleepy Beauty. And it wasn't the kiss from the boy. It wasn't the kids from the boy. Mm -hmm. And it, it can just really show that, you know, the love, the unconditional love, the love that we have in our heart, the heart itself so powerful and so healing that it can it can heal many things and and we had to tap into that and ah yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. Uh, another thing that you mentioned is about that. You don't have to relive anything to heal it. And I want to, you know, I want to, not want to, I desire. <laughs> Won't come from a place of black. So I decided to expand this a little bit. Um, and the aspect of, you know, when we do uh, healing, and especially like sexual healing, somatic work, you know, people have sometimes have a misconception or misunderstanding of healing itself because sometimes and I want to clarify this for some people interested on like the, the topic of healing or sexual healing or somatic work or any of that sometimes people have the confusion that you you have to go through pain again to be able to heal mm -hmm. and and that you have to remember the painful thing and let it out there's a process like there's a difference between 
being fully present as a practitioner, be fully, fully present and create a ticket container for the, uh, for the client and the individual to open up and heal what they need to heal without any kind of manipulation or condition of like, we're going to help you to heal this and this. Like, no, they're going to heal whatever they bring on the table, okay? Whatever it is that for them is in the highest alignment. And, and sometimes people will bring memories. Like, they will not relive them, but they will see these memories come to the surface. And then is like why you mentioned the power, you know, the power of holding the container for the individual is the healer to be in the awareness to heal it with the power of the heart, to shift the consciousness of that traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Compared to other therapies that I have heard where people get re-traumatized, where <sighs> the experience happening and then you bring more trauma, like and, and, and sometimes people cannot get off that the trauma the trauma experience that came to the surface and they want to analyze it and they want to know why they just want to know they just want to maybe relieve it and maybe just hang on to it for a while <laughs> and and then like i love what you mentioned is that you have to set yourself free you have to let it go the healing experience is if it shows up that's why I'm not sharing this with you, amazing audio. When you're doing your healing work and you're doing transformational work and healing and sexual healing, whatever you are in your path for, when this awareness shows up in your healing session, your healing experience, it is meant for you to let go of it, mm -hmm. not to hold on to it and try to explain it. Sometimes we just don't know why it didn't happen. Maybe sometimes we do if we're intuitive, but we have to have the ability to totally surrender and let go of it and that's it and destroy mm -hmm. and create whatever tools you have whatever tools the mentor healer has just trust yourself in the journey that it is done it's yes done. i've that's part of the reason why i i think it's so important for people to um work with whoever is resonates with them at the time i've worked with folks who I don't even know what exactly happened with them. They, they did not want to talk about it. They didn't want to share it with me. Um, and I didn't need to know in order to be able to facilitate spirit healing the energies from all of these terrible things that had happened with them. And it was the, the looks on their faces and the way they feel afterwards is just so wonderful. It, healing can happen without having to talk about all that stuff if that's right for that person if it's right for that event you know everybody is so different in the things that have happened to them the things that they bring into this world and what is going to work with them for receiving the kind of healing that is going to be best for them and so for some folks it's been talking in great detail and then still you have to let it go otherwise it's it's going to continue to weigh you down um, and then again for some it's been I can't I can't I can't talk about it I can't think about it I can't it's too horrible for me I, I just I have to be able to and and they've been able to receive that so as a person seeking healing 
figure out, you know, think about what resonates with you, what feels right for you as a way of being able to let go of the stuff that's happened in your life so that you can move on. It's so important to move on. You can find healing that works for you and that allows you to set yourself free. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah one of um, psychologists, uh, psychological studies have been done in that uh, writing, you know, writing a journal, writing your experiences that has happened to you, even the more horrendous one, uh, help people to process the pain and the suffering. Uh, and one thing like I love about writing is that you, you just write and and you just let go and you process it. And at one point, like you learn to let go of it. So, mm -hmm. so I love what you say that you have to resonate with whoever you're working with. Mm -hmm. uh, by way what it is that you actually need yep. but definitely like i would say like i am kind of we kind of like an agreement here where mm -hmm. at the end even though that you know i have clients that come to me and talk to me for two hours and ooh, the whole stuff happened but after when they walk out of here it's done like yeah you know you can talk about it for a, a time and then you're done you're done you the what what we going to create next what is the next step what what, what is next what yep. we're creating because yes. if we focus too much on like telling the art, the story over and over and over and over and over for twenty years, it's not working. <laughs> so, exactly. So if, if if you tell the story for two hours and then after like maybe thirty minutes you feel like light, it's like okay, it's enough. You know, like it's, it's enough. You don't have to bring that. And I remember myself uh, doing this in the past where I felt this um, that was addictive to the suffering of of, of me the, 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 the internal subconscious desire not even desires this wanting of suffering even at the economical level or some level because if I was able to break through that and be the hero here and I did it I was gonna be able to help everyone out there in the world I was stuck. <laughs> I was like so stuck. And I had to make peace with myself and be like, mm -hmm. I'm done with it. I'm done with the suffering. I fire. I fire. Yep. <laughs> I was done with them. Whatever energy would hang out with me, I was like, I'm done. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for what you have shown me in my life. But you are not needed longer. <laughs> so, yes. It's a journey, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's fun and it's empowering and it makes you feel so light. Be okay with it being a journey. Be okay with doing this type of healing now and maybe doing something else later. Um, you know, meditation is a really good way to get in connection with your heart. I have not been able to, I'll be honest, I have not been able to meditate and clear my head. <laughs> What I love, though, is a technique I just learned about not too long ago where it's instead of clearing your head, you let, you let the thoughts come. And it's kind of like counting sheep. Instead of, you, you don't hang on to them. Make sure you don't hang on to them. You let them come. You watch them go. You say, oh, that was interesting. And you just let them go. And as you, as you let them go, you're letting that energy fall off of them. Mm -hmm. And so you're not trying to clear your head. And getting frustrated because I always get frustrated because I can't clear my head. 
But being able to let go of these things, the energy falls off and it just feels so good. And I end up in just this really peaceful place. So that's another technique to use too, as you're working through things in your life. Yeah. And Appreciate about, the journey. Yes. That's pretty much what it's about. It's appreciating and being gratitude for the journey. And the more you create um, resistant with yourself to do something or initiate something in your life, the more it's going to be there. So mm -hmm. it's okay. It's like I always share that, like even our shadows, like aspect of ourselves, our dark self, like a delicious dark self. <laughs> you know, that sometimes comes into the bus and you want to drive and, you know, and they're like, Lucia, Lucia, I want to drive the bus, I want to drive the bus. And you're like, take a big breath in now. And it's like, ah, oh, I acknowledge you. I'm, you know, it's just, yes, I understand that. Ah, oh, let's all take a big breath in together. Let's just, ah, oh, yes, no, I, well, you know what, I don't, I think it's a good idea. I don't feel it's a good idea for you to take the bus right now because the bus is my life right now. I'm like driving my bus and and I don't feel like it's a moment. So maybe maybe eventually the opportunity will show up for you to drive the bus. Let's just let's just be peace and So I feel like when I interact, this is the way I interact with myself, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, and the way that when we interact with our beings like this in a very loving way, it's like we interacting with children. I believe that I tell you, like you know, I think like you know my daughter, but my daughter has been the most amazing master in my life that I have been able to learn and tap into it. And she's funny because she told me, "Mommy, are you gonna be my next, you know, my mom next life?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm not getting a break here. But anyway, I love her so much. She's so good. And I have learned as a parent because this is about conscious parenting, right? Too, the summit is. Mm -hmm. Is I have learned as a parent is that. Our children have so much wisdom within themselves and they actually are activators for ourselves because at some level we have lost ourselves and our children come to activate the things that we have lost about ourselves. And with my daughter, I have learned to be really patient, really, really patient. Take as many breaths as I can. <laughs> as many as I can. I used to lose control of it and I used to let that part of me have the you know the buzz on it as a parent and it's like but it's not cool and I have learned to just take big breath in and interact with her in a very uh, sometimes I get off sometimes it's just sometimes but it's, hey I'm human I'm still working on it right I'm like vulnerable right now here sharing my truth but anyway working with yourself working with your healing is just allowing anything that is like persistent actually pay attention to it to what it is that is that is happening and when you create that sacred space of peace and love and, and just awareness and appreciation for the energy that it exists in there because that's energy that exists and it's asking to be claimed. Yes. Yeah. It's asking and many, for you to understand it. They, yeah. And, and to recognize and many of us rejecting it. Yes. And then it's it's gonna stay and it's gonna get it's just it's gonna be there and when you when you think about it and you take that step back and you say, wow, why is this so strong? Where did this come from? And then you're asking it, who are you? And what are, what are you here to help me learn about myself? And when you do that and you recognize and you can turn it around and you can really see where it's coming from and how it can help you learn more about yourself, that's creates the opportunity to let go of another fear or or to let go of another um, 
unhealthy way of looking at things. And you learn and grow from all of that. And then you can let go of that particular fear and move on. And, and it's, it is so much fun. Yeah. And peaceful. Mm. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing this amazing energy into our summit and making us aware of these beautiful um, practices and also, you know, that awareness, that awareness, that consciousness, that we have an incredible heart that is so healing and so, so magnificent. And also, you know, to tap into the energy of all the amazing uh, beings in this universe, you know, the energies of the masters and angels and mm -hmm. if you work with them. And, oh, uh, yes, yes, thank you so much. So I know that we can talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> and we can share so much with you, amazing audience. I really appreciate you for being here. Um, I really appreciate you for being here, Margie, today and sharing with us. Thank you How can us. we find you? How can we find you again? So you can find me at uh, Willow Horse Run LLC uh, through Facebook. My website is www.willowhorserun.net. Uh, you can email me at margaret.whr at gmail.com. And my phone is 515 210 3513. My business name has nothing to do with horses in the physical world. It's everything about Willow Tree being a very important spirit guide for me and horse also a very important spirit guide for me. So I've had a lot of fun with working with them and I've had a lot of fun in, uh, you know, you need to find out who your guides are. That's another thing that can help you on your healing journey. So have fun exploring that. Thank you. Thank you. Again. So much fun. Thank it's you. All, it's all with that with you. <laughs> <laughs> again, thank you so much, uh, Margie, for today. And we're going to thank you, audience, for joining us today to this amazing episode of the Conscious Summit. And we will see you in our next episode for the Conscious Relationship and Coupling and Parenting Summit. So see you next.